This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. You're listening to Sports Betters Paradise on the Bet Rivers Network. All right, Sports Betters Paradise. Jimmy Ott along with Henry Hayes talking some NBA draft Thursday night. And boy, we see a lot of movement and we see a lot of uh, odds makers, especially out in Vegas, very careful when they put out their odds. Keep in mind in Nevada, uh, there's a 24 hour window. Uh, the, first start, uh, the first pick, I think, is roughly 8 p.m. Uh, Eastern time. 24 hours before, they will shut off the uh, the wagering uh, in Nevada. So they do that for the NFL draft. They still got popped pretty good, and they're very slow to uh, put out a betting menu. At Bet Rivers, we have a nice betting menu. Uh, Henry, how you doing, buddy? Well, I love the draft, Jimmy. So this is an uh, exciting time of year for me. So let's talk, uh, let's talk picks. Let's make some people some money. Yes, indeed. Um, and uh, first of all, now – what are your thoughts about Jabari Smith uh, elevating? This was very close uh, for a while, um, but Jabari Smith is now minus 286 at Bet Rivers to be the first overall pick. Yeah, look, this time of year, Jimmy, the NBA front offices become notorious liars, and the, and the agents as well. So anything you hear publicly, you almost have to go exactly the opposite. The interesting part about this because we have three that are clearly in the top three for this year's draft. That's Holmgren, Smith, and, and Benchero. And early on, you heard a lot of the Chet Holmgren to the, to the Magic. You know, he had played uh, from the same area, roughly, as Terrell Suggs, who went to Gonzaga. They, they played since fourth grade together. So that kind of made sense. Um, that's obviously cooled a good bit, so much so that uh, Chet's now plus 420. And then the Benchero odds shot up. I think that's a classic case of um, that's, that's a public line. There's no way Carlo Bencaro is going number one. I think Smith, it makes sense on a lot of levels for the Magic, and, and it looks like he's going to go um, number one. I think the biggest value, to me, it's you can, you can lock it in. Oklahoma City loves Chet Holmgren. With Josh Gaddies, Shai Gildas-Alexander, and Chet, and all the picks that Presti has behind him, they really like that young nucleus. And so, to me, I, I don't... That, that's one of the biggest locks I've seen in a long time, that second pick. Yeah, and uh, he's, he's the odds-on favorite. Now, Jalen Suggs, um, the one and done at Gonzaga from the state of Minnesota, who was uh, Mr. Football and Mr. Basketball his senior year, uh, he and Holmgren went to the same school, is that right, or yep. from the same area? Right. No, the same school, and then they played an AAU circuit together since they were really little. So there's a lot of familiarity between these two players, which, again, that led a lot of the magic chat stuff early, but that's obviously cool to get bit. Uh, I wasn't crazy about the the Arkansas game where they were eliminated, where Holmgren kind of kind of pushed around, and that's what you know. They, 
You know, people say it could be anywhere from, you know, Sean Bradley to never, you know, put on any type of upper body strength and was a, was a bust uh, to a guy like uh, Kevin Durant, who's uh, long. He's got he can block shots. He I mean, he's got so much length um, and he's also got a lot of skills. He just doesn't have a physically mature body. And look, he's got a he's got a, a slight frame. He's going to only handle so much as well. Where do you see him falling? On this wide range. Uh, excuse my chat. Yeah. Yeah, look, don't – the narrative, Jimmy, is to pay attention to the fact that he looks like a straw. I get it. But don't don't fool yourself. This is a this is a kid who has defensive instinct that can play in the NBA today. Um, and, and here's why that's important. Because we just saw the finals. Look, this is a driving kick league. It's a pace and space. Um, you drive to the basket, get the help of a defender, and you kick to a shooter. That's the game now, which means you, a good team is going to upbake you and get to the basket. You better have a rim protector. Um, I could argue that Holmgren is probably top three right now in the NBA, and have, never having played a game, at, just protecting the rim. But that's not all he's going to be able to do. He's got offensive instinct. Yes, he will be pushed around, but you better go guard him at 22, 23 feet early in his career. And he's got a little nasty streak to him. So – Again, you pair him with a guy like Josh Geddes, who a lot of your you know viewers probably aren't familiar with. He's a great playmaker out of Australia with Oklahoma City. And then Shaq Gilgis, who is a combo really good lead guard, and they're going to be trouble. So I think uh, I'm glad we're recording this because I, I would take it to the bank. Chet Holmgren is going to have a great 12 to 15-year NBA career. So yeah, Okay. So uh, you, you like him. Um, Jabari Smith, why number one? A great uh, a freshman uh, from behind the arc and from the uh, from the free throw line. There's a high, high number uh, for a true freshman. Yeah, so you're talking about a, a kid, Jimmy, who's almost 6'11", tons of NBA DNA with his father playing for a brief stint in the NBA. Um, you know, look, this kid arrived at Auburn making buckets. Some would argue that the, his lead guards, if he had lead guards who actually knew how to play the right way, uh, he would have had a better year. Others, the knock on Jabari is uh, that other scouts and, and, and coaches want to see him put it on the deck and create, which is I think is fair. But from a 15 to 20 feet, there's no better shooter in the draft right now. And at that size, where that's a premium in today's league, uh, he's, he's just good enough defensively, and they, they see him getting better because his work ethic is really, really good. So I think from the Magic's perspective, he represents the – he has the lowest floor of all these guys. In other words, he steps in and averages 15 a game, um, and you build around him. All right. Uh, so, Smith, my, and, and, you know, I look for value normally with the, uh, you know, in, in my handicapping approach, but uh, the trends are your friend when it comes to this thing. And so Smith is moving at minus 286. He's probably going to increase as he looks like he's a probable number one pick. Holmgren is still minus 250. Uh, Boncaro is up minus three thirty-five to be the third pick. So, those uh, those numbers are only probably going to grow uh, for as we get closer to uh, the NBA draft and the first pick on Thursday night. Fourth pick, Jaden Ivey is the favorite at minus one forty-three, but Keegan Murray's right behind it, minus one thirty-four. Some interesting, uh, some interesting conversation between those two. Uh, the swing man, uh, very athletic uh, out of Purdue, Ivey is going to go four. Here's where I'd say be real cautious, Jimmy, for your folks trying to make some money here. I don't think there's a chance that Sacramento makes this pick. I think they trade it. Uh, there's a lot of suitors. Look, 
There's a lot of stuff. Uh, Utah is going to blow that that dynamic up. Does that mean that Gobert gets traded to Chicago? Are they going to send Mitchell to Miami? A um, lo- lot of dominoes that I think are going to fall. Here's what the Kings don't need. They have De'Aaron Fox, so they don't need a player like him, and that's exactly what both uh, Keegan Murray and Jaden Ivey are. Um, one that makes a lot of sense to me is the New York Knicks, who draft at 10. Julius Randle on that 10th pick to jump up to four. They need to kind of spice up their fan base. They, they've been flat for so long. Uh, a guy like Jaden Ivey would do that. You're talking about the, the, the elite athlete in this draft is Jaden Ivey. And so I would be real careful here of, of making any wager at four. I don't think the Kings keep this pick. Uh, and I think Jaden Ivey could be the steal of this draft. Give me a name that may uh, be a surprise in the first round and maybe uh, a name that is in a lot of mocks that would uh, slip out of the uh, the first round. Um, the kid from Kansas, Christian Braun, has been a ton of movement. Obviously, some intel there. I even received a call on that. And um, he was at a plus $1.60 some places yesterday to go in the first round. You now lay in $1.30. Uh, at some places, so he seems to uh, – there, there seems to be somebody who's really eyeing him down uh, in the first round. Any other names, Henry? Yeah, so I, you, you mentioned a really good one, Jimmy. The other, uh, Nimhart, the kid from Gonzaga who was at Florida, transferred up there, played a year with that group. Um, this is a kid, Jimmy, who lit up Chicago. Uh, the, he was the best player there, and it wasn't close. Um, really? In fact, it was a little surprising to scouts and coaches that were there. Uh, Nimhart, and he's always a guy who who's had that talent. But we never quite saw what we thought we would see. Well, he changed that in Chicago, so he's either going to go really early in the second, or maybe slide into that back half of the first round. But somebody's going to get a lot of value there with Nimhart. Uh, so I, I think you know that's a, that's an interesting name to, to kind of look out for. Um, nice price too. Ones, at, at, nice price at uh, plus three hundred. Uh, you see in some places with yeah. uh, Nimhart to go in the first round. Absolutely. The other really interesting one, Jimmy, is kind of the really the intrigue of the whole draft is a kid named Shaden Sharp, uh, who really strange story, great young player, reclassified, which we're seeing a lot of these kids do these days, both in football and basketball, commits to Kentucky midseason, but he sits on the bench. So they never play him. Uh, Conflicting reports, Cal wanted to play him. His handlers did not want to play him. Um, So basically all that we have to go on is an EYBL tape, which – Huh. You know, that doesn't tell you a lot because all you did was shoot. But you're talking about a extremely uh, great size for his position, wingspan, switchability. So, you know, Bet Rivers has him over under at seven and a half. Right. Um, that's a really interesting number. Uh, but he's the one. He's kind of the Greta Garbo of this draft. We'll see. He's either massive hit or massive bust. Yeah, but could you, you, I mean, he's plus 140 to go under seven and a half. Can he go se- in the top seven? I think so, but Jimmy, if I'm playing it, I'm gonna I'm gonna say that teams are gonna push on this. I'd go over it, um, okay. Just because I think there's guys like Johnny Davis and Sohan; those guys are Benedict Mathieu. Those guys are more predictive of what you can get right away. Daniel uh, Dyson, the kid from Australia. Um, so uh, you know, I, I would stay away from this one, Sean, or or I bet bet the over. What about Johnny Davis over under at nine and a half? I like the under there, Jimmy. Again. Davis is a kid who's a plug-and-play to me. Um, he defends good size for his, his position. And you can play him in an NBA uh, top eight right away. So I think he, I think he's going to go under that number. All right. Um, 
Well, you, we, we talked about uh, Jaden Ivey uh, earlier. So what about uh, the number of players from international clubs in the first round? The over-under is two and a half. I go over. Number one, this is a this is a really, really good international crop. Um, and number two, Jimmy, remember, you know, the Spurs were, were, were the first to do this. There's a habit of taking internationals first round and then stashing them, meaning you, you draft right. them and you just don't bring them over. Um, take the Pelicans, for example. You might expect some movement out of that number eight because 14 of their roster spots are contract guaranteed. So they only have one spot. So I, I wouldn't be surprised if they moved out of it entirely or back. Um, so I'd go that over number uh, for sure. Again, you have a lot of really talented internationals that can play right away. And you have some that need a little seasoning. So the Spurs model, I think, could be if you're a team in the 20s and you really don't need, you know, you're a Milwaukee Buck or a, uh, one of the teams drafting the 20s. You you pick and stash these these guys. So I'd go over. All right. Um, uh, one of the uh, interesting ones is uh, Mathurin. Um, and you think he's got a shot, Benedict Mathurin, um, to go uh, five. He's plus two dollars uh, to be fifth overall, and uh, his over under is. Let me see what it is. Uh, I think it's seven and a half. So. Um. Yes, a six and a half, a rather six and a half. So now you're laying a, a pretty good amount of juice at two thirty-five, but still, uh, you think he's he's going to the top six? Well, a little inside information here, Jimmy. So this is a young man who his workouts have been so good that teams are they're acting like it never happened. Um, back to the famous Kobe Bryant story. He worked out for Jerry West, and they tried to lock him away and. You know, didn't, didn't want to show anyone else. Not it's not that, but it, he, he's worked out really, really well for teams, and so I think there might be some movement to draft him, uh, as well as um, they know what they have in him. And he, and he's he's ready to play in an NBA rotation, so I love that pick. All right, and, and one more uh, interesting one at uh, Bet Rivers, and that is the uh, number of um, number of uh, NCAA freshmen drafted in the top ten. The over-under is five and a half. Boy, and that's, they're right on it. I don't, it's a little bit of a stay away from me, Jimmy, just because, okay. again, you don't know what the trades and sneaks into the lottery. Just absent trades, I go over that. But not knowing who's, how much activity we're going to have, I, I stay away. There you go. All right. Uh, so, uh, Matherin under uh, six and a half. Uh, international players in the first round over two and a half. Uh, Shaden Sharp uh, over seven and a half, and uh, Johnny Davis under nine and a half. Smith one, Holmgren two, Boncaro three. The chalk, chalk, chalk. But hey, in these drafts, uh, listen, the, uh, the 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 odds makers have uh, been complaining a lot about the chalk. So don't be afraid to uh, lay some of these uh, numbers. And before. Uh, they get uh, two out of hand. Currently, Smith, number one, minus 286. Holmgren, number two, minus 250. Boncaro, minus, uh, number three, minus 335. Henry Hayes, I'm Jimmy Ott, Sports Betters Paradise, part of the Bet Rivers Podcast Network.